Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Lord, my soul, 
Father in heaven, we give you praise and thanks tonight indeed for touching us. We have heard of your mighty hand moving with power and with might in your people's lives, Lord, as they have shared testimony, as they have given praise report of what you have done. We are so grateful tonight, Lord. Thank you for your leading. Thank you for the reading, Lord, and what you have done on Calvary's cross for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord for sending Christ as our sacrifice. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us during the course of this week. Even though it was rough for some of us, Lord, we're looking for our word tonight, Lord. Please, Father, water our heart now as we present your man's servant before you, Lord. May you hide him now beneath your wings and let him rest under the shadow of the Almighty. We give you praise. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Indeed, Brother Patrick, want to welcome this young man tonight. Uh, press start, start to unmute your phone. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. Greetings, greetings. Solid, solid. Lord, thank you, thank you, my brother. Solid. Jesus' name. Yes, thank you. Just want to say happy Sabbath to everyone. And just thanking you for your prayers and your support. <laughs> has been really rough week every week. Seems like it's getting rougher. So so connecting with brethren and just so many people. The need is great and praising the Lord that we're getting more people praying for us. That the frontline worker in this ministry that God will really help us and support us. There's so much behind the scenes. People to put a program on. There's so much going into play. We need all the tires. We need the tires for the equipment. We need the tires for everything. You know? Just major. But we just appreciate you. We appreciate everyone who is listening. We're on for the first time. And our regular callers, we are truly appreciative of the support and I was listening and I was saying to myself for Sister Andrea over there in California I was just so grateful and I heard her testimony concerning her workplace because you know I know a lot of people are praying for her she has been going through a struggle uh, maintaining and keeping her job because of different attacks 
So, you know, I personally print for her and I'm asking the brethren to really pray for her and many others. And Sister Rose came to my mind from the East End of Toronto. Sister Rose, we prayed for her also. Um, she's been through so much. Her daughter is possessed. She's coming under attack just so much. Sister Rose, I remember Sister Celeste. I don't know if she's on, but she's always going through a lot. Also, we're reminded that we're praying for her. You know, there's some people that is in our prayers constant. You know, Brother Royce. Every so often, the enemy tries to attack Brother Royce in Australia because he's, he, his mission is really powerful. He opened a, a church, and God have him on a mission. We're asking the Virgin around the world to keep Brother Royce. Lift him up. Lift up Sister Landa. Sister Ashley, whom I haven't heard, just lift up Sister Ashley. You know, these are people who always striving to come higher, just asking to lift them up. Um, I remember a little girl in Jamaica that we're praying for. I don't have her name. Uh, a young lady. She's under attack. And, you know, hoping we'll hear from them this week. There's several UK callers um, that is under attack that keep calling and pleading. I remember um, a young lady um, that is always under attack, Juliana. Please pray for her. She called me <clears throat> five times per day consistently. You know, I get calls around the clock and it's impossible to answer all the calls and WhatsApp messages, but keep her in fire, somebody praying. You know, so there's so many people that I could remember that are going through a lot that needs to be delivered. You know, so many families just overwhelming to have God to intervene. You know, just put them on the list. You know, just not about just praying for us. You know, what about praying for some people? When you lift the prayer line, hear tears of some people going through something, families that are broken and just restored. I just pray that we will continue to lift one another up in Christ. Just a quick reminder that um, tomorrow, 5 o'clock in the evening, after the program, the finish, the program is aired from 10.30. Just pray that we are off, we are off on time because the enemy is always attacking the equipment. So we're going to be airing from uh, 10.30 tomorrow morning. And we go all the way until 3 o'clock and we'll have a break. And then we'll come back 5 o'clock to a Zoom program for the Caribbean island and Make sure you're ready. Those who are from St. Lucia, you can send the message out. We will send the link out somehow that will be doing um, things that you don't want to know about prayer. We'll send the link to Abu Dhabi. We did that presentation for Abu Dhabi just a couple weeks ago. So down in Abu Dhabi, and I hope we'll send the link to her so she can send it out to We're connecting all over the globe. And we really appreciate the Lord. 
how he's using his people. So we just want to praise the Lord and worship him. Jesus' name. Uh, I want to go to this scripture that the Lord led me to. Familiar scripture is taken from Acts chapter 11. I will be doing verses 1 to 18. Acts chapter 11. And if you know about Acts chapter 10, you know, I did a couple of sermons on that about Cornelius. You know, it have a connection. And this chapter 11 talks about when God's people is doing a mighty work for the Lord and people criticize them. Never, the criticism never comes from outside strangers. It always comes from within. And if it comes from within, what do we do as God's people? As the last days are here and the gospel message spreads, we see that the U.S. election is closed. People are deciding who to vote for. But it doesn't really matter who you vote for because whoever the Lord has in place, it's going to be. But, you know, God have a plan. You know what I mean? But we are to make our presence felt and we must vote. You know what I mean? You know, but allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead us out to vote. But what I'm saying here is a crisis looming. The coronavirus is still growing. God's people are not out of the woods. The wheat and the tears is going to grow until the day of harvest. Um, sunshine will come on the just and the unjust. You know, God's people get sick too. God's people died too. You know, there is a crisis looming. Journey with me as I journey through this scripture that the Lord will move the hearts of his people listening from around the globe. God will wake up his people because it's high time and we need to be revived by the blood of the Lamb, by the power of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we just appreciate you, Lord. We just love you. Lord, we love the time that we are living in because you said perilous times will come. Times of testing will come. You know, Lord, you said we should weep between the porch and the altar. Lord, now is the time of weeping. Now is not the time to be to be asleep. Now is not the time to, to, to fall out of place. Now is the time to hold on to Jesus. Now is the time for God's people to wake up before it's too late. It's an urgent coming. God's people need to wake up. Church, especially Adventist people, us to wake up. We're sleeping comfortably. And sleep the sleeping state like a bed. Don't know what's going on. Lord, wake up your people. There's a few people, Lord, that have been getting visions and different dreams. And we know that the time is urgent. We know that this is the time with a shaking. Now is the time when your Holy Ghost power is going to fall. 
please, Lord, let the urgency go down tonight. And let not everyone just run to eat and to sleep when we need to get work. I pray tonight that your people will sacrifice time spent with you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do. Thank you for the power that will fall tonight. Stop at night. Let the Spirit of the Lord reign free over all. We just want to thank you as we will bring utterance to people. And people, your people will be shaken tonight with the power from an eye. We thank you, Lord, as you cover us up. Cover the line that will be no disturbance of every single word. According to your word, Jesus Christ, we pray. Okay, I'm going to tell you something as I go to Acts chapter 11, verses 1 to 18. Um, if you look at chapter 10, I'm going to read a few verses of chapter 10 just to get a few. Word is very fast. God short. Verse 1 of chapter 10, Acts chapter 10 says, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devoted and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Jesus powerful. When I read this, so powerful. This man in Caesarea, he feared God, a devoted man. When if you put yourself in this condition to be devoted, will you fear God, loving him, you know, respecting him? God is our awe in his holy presence. God is this is a devoted man. He didn't say this man is a Seventh-day Adventist. This man is a devoted man. He gives food. He gives he helps the poor. And he prays to God. Say what? Verse 3 says he saw in a vision. Evidently, about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in to him saying unto Cornelius, the angel of the Lord called by him. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is this, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy tires and thine arms are come up for a memorial for God. And now send men to Jaffa, and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Lord of mercy. Lord approach. The honest man, kind man. When the Lord sent the angels to approach him, to lift him up in a vision, this man is not forgiven. And he sent him, if you know the story, he said, send men to Jaffa, send it to my servant, send it to somebody on the prayer line, because I know that they are connected. He sent men to Jaffa. You know the story that when the men get to Jaffa, Peter was in prayer, and he was up on his house top, 
That's where his fire room was. And it's outside. And when he was praying in the day, he had a vision. And he saw this thing come down from heaven like a vessel. You know, you can go read it. I'm just paraphrasing. And when it comes down, it has all different types of animals in it. And here, what it says. Just look at verse 10, the same chapter. And it says, and he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. But he was in a trance with the vessel came down. And when he looked, he heard a voice says, kill feet and eat. Verse 13, kill and eat. Verse 14, but Peter said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. When you go further in the scripture, find out that it wasn't food. It wasn't food. It was men. You can read it yourself. Let's go to chapter 11 now. What happened after that powerful encounter? Peter went with the three men who came to him. And he went to Cornelius, and Cornelius explained the vision, and the Holy Ghost power came down on Cornelius, and Cornelius and all his household was baptized. Remember, Peter was a Jew. You could call him a Seventh-day Adventist Jew. Cornelius was a Gentile, a Sunday church keeper. And Usually back then, they don't mix these cultures. Jews don't mix with Gentiles. Because in their tradition, they say they're better. God proved with that vision that no man is unclean. We're all saying. So after that episode, verse 11, it says now, chapter 11, and the apostles and brethren that were in Judea, that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. They heard the great work that is happening in Caesarea. It could not be hit after such an encounter with Cornelius. Cornelius started spreading word now because he was empowered by the Holy Ghost power. And fire was happening to zero. And the word spread back to the, the larger population of the Jews. That very powerful thing is happening in, in, in that land. And look what verse 2 says. Fast me a seatbelt. Verse 2 says, And when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, they that were of the circumcision contended with him. So he went to the to, 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 to the circumcision, like this sermon, you know. And when he went, he saw the rest of the Jews, and they start to argue with him. They say, hey, hey, what's going on here? Verse 3 says, saying, Thou wentest in unto men uncircumcised, and did eat with them. They're like, how dare you, as a Jew, to go and eat with Gentiles? How dare you as Seventh-day Adventists to go and eat with the Pentecostal and do all these things? 
out here in the Buddha, they start to accuse people after the work of God that God called it to do. Is that happening today? Will the Lord give you a vision and you told somebody about this vision and they start to criticize you and put you down and say it can't be God that spoke to you? These were men who was in the same church. They met together in the Sabbath school, our communion there. When they met in that sermon, they start to accuse him of being with the Gentiles. We don't mix with those people. We are Seventh-day Adventists. God is sending us that when he called his people and he filled us and gave us the power to spread the word, there's no whole bar. Criticism is going to come from within to stop the work of God in the last day. But God is encouraging somebody that when the criticism comes from within, we need to know the word. Look what Peter did. It says in verse 4, but Peter refers the matter from the beginning and expanded on it by order unto them saying, Hello, somebody. Got to know the word. You're going to defend the truth the last day. It says, Peter referred. Peter knew he was up against something. He knew he, that the most of the trouble happened in the church. The people who are supposed to church is the people who come up against God's people. Is it going to happen in the last days when you are empowered with a message, you are afraid to give the message because they always put it down and say, could be God's people to you. Who do you think you are? Do you think you are more righteous? Do you think you are like Sister White? God is saying something here that these are last days messages that we ought not to be afraid. Peter refers the words that he's going to tell them now. He did it tactfully. He prayed in his mind. Imagine a man of God come up against opposition amongst the colleagues. A man, a man of mine equal. Somebody within the camp coming up against me after I'm spreading the word of God. First five, it says, he starts to tell them, keep carefully and say, I'm going to use this as a testimony to explain the power of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we have to know the word and bring our colleagues, people around us, point them back to Jesus and what the Lord has done. Remind them when the Lord set you free. Remind them when the Lord took you out of the fiery space and took away the addiction of smoking, the addiction of marijuana. God is able. Hear what Peter said carefully. First Friday says, I was in the city stop of praying. This is taking us back to what happened with Cornelius. He's making the connection to say, listen, listen, I just did go look for the, the, the Gentiles. When the Lord sent the work, I'm going to get the work. When the Lord gives a vision and gives a message, you are not to say, you know, I was speaking to a virgin this even the virgin says one time the Lord gave her a message. She was afraid to give the bishop the message because I don't know what they're going to say 
they're going to say I'm criticizing them. And I said, no, hold on. It's not your word. If you get a word from the Lord and you know who gave it a word, you're going to deliver the word. You ain't going to be afraid and say, what are you going to say about That's what happened to God's people. We are fearful and we are not carrying the gospel message. And this is a message the Lord is sending on this Sabbath night to wake his people up. That when I give you a message, you must bring the message, undiluted message. The word of the Lord is going to tear the house upon you. He's going to tear the Gentile. That's the power of the word in the last days. When a lot of church is going to become converted, completed to the Sabbath message, because we're not calling back the word of God. Look at it this way. Verse 5 again, listen again. He said, I was in the city of Jaffa praying. The man was having a prayer meeting when the power comes down. And he said, I in a trance. He went in a trance. What is a trance? That's a vision. You become like you were lifted up. He said, and I saw a vision. A certain vessel descended as if had been a great sea. Let down from heaven by four corners. And it came even to me. And it says in verse 6, Upon which when I had fastened my eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts and creeping things, and fowls of the air. And verse 7 says, And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. But I say not, O Lord, for nothing common or unclean has at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered me in verse 9 again from heaven. What God has sent that calls not so common. And this was done three times. And all were drawn up again into heaven. You see the power, hold on, I'm stopping here for a minute. You see the power of testimony. Peter was led by the Spirit of God to point him to testimony. Sometimes when you come up against challenges, just pull up testimony and allow the Spirit of God to work. God will do. The man said he rehearsed this thing. He remembered this vision. Mercy, verse 11 says, And before immediately there were three men already come unto the house where I was sent from to zero unto me. Verse 12 says, And the Spirit bade me go with them, not, not doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. Listen, he finds out and says, Listen, it's not even me alone that went. Listen, these six, that's how we have to prove to some people who are pious, some people who are self-righteous, filled filled with pride in the church. Sometimes we have to pull for the truth and pull for the witnesses. He said, listen, these six men standing here was with me. I have evidence that the power of God is working. Verse 13 says, and he showed us how he had seen an angel in his his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Jaffa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words whereby 
thou and all thy house shall be saved. This is a word by itself. The angel of the Lord, because the man was praying. This man, this just man was praying. God sent an angel to speak to him and point him where to find the Sabbath truth. Look at verse 15. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. He said, he was to share the testimony. He said, as I share with them, the Holy Ghost power came down. They weren't baptized yet. They were still Pentecostal, brethren. They were still in the front of the church. And Peter was just sharing with them the word, the undiluted word. And the power of God came down. Wow. Verse 16, it says, Then remembered I the word of the Lord. How that he said, John indeed baptized with water. But he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost power. God is saying, if we only believe, we can be baptized by the Holy Ghost power before we go into the water. What a mighty rock. Have you been baptized by the Holy Ghost power, brethren? Are you in awe? Are you in, in an urgent state to be baptized? by the Holy Ghost power. If the Lord could baptize the Gentiles, what about the Jew? What about the spiritual Jew? What about us? God wants to baptize us. God wants to baptize us today with the Holy Ghost power. Are you ready to do the gospel message? we got to come undiluted to ready to give the word. Look at verse 17. Two more verses to close. Look at this. Verse 17, it says, For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us, who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? Peter said to them, Hello, somebody. When I see the power of God fell on these men, who am I to stand in their way? Who am I? They were criticizing the man of God, Peter. And Peter draw for the word and for the testimony and show them how he experienced the power of Jesus Christ's word. See what happened now. God of God. See what happened. Gotta just gotta just look for this verse now. 18 says, When they heard these things, they held their feet. When they heard the word of God, the Holy Ghost power started work on their heart. There was peace. There was silence in other words. There was silence. Nobody was talking. See, when Peter got the vision, he thought it was, was, was real food. But it was a spiritual thing. It was it wasn't food like many other churches think it was food and say so we can eat pork and we can eat anything. This is spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Some things when you share it, people don't get it. Peter himself thought it was food in the beginning. And so are many people that go to Sunday church thought it was food. God is showing them what food. 
God can open the spiritual eyes of man. His Holy Spirit fell on them. And people who believe, God is saying tonight, if you're on the prayer line and you believe, His Holy Spirit will fall on you tonight. Life will remain silent as His Holy Spirit falls. God is going to do a mighty work tonight. God is going to do a mighty work tonight in His people. If we only allow Him to work. God is saying in closing that a lot of people are going to criticize you when you work for God. I'm telling you, Gretchen, I've seen a lot of people criticize this ministry. Said, oh, you think they're of God? Gretchen, you don't understand it. You know, myself, I was marveled, I think, the most when me and Brother Andrew, Brother Andrew was the host of that program. When me and Brother Andrew went to this young boy home in Brampton, that's the young kid home. And when the demon spoke to him, and me and Brother Andrew held this boy for over five hours, rested with a power. And then I gave Brother Andrew the news, let him go. Brother Andrew said, what? You can't let him go. And he's daring that if we let him go, he's going to kill me tonight. He threatened me personally and said, Patrick, you're dead tonight. Just when I said, Brother Andrew, let him go. I'm talking about the power of Jesus Christ that I've witnessed. And when people said, we're not a God, what is this? They did that to Peter. They did that to Jesus. They're going to point you out and criticize you. But let them criticize you for Jesus when you carry the gospel message. Don't let them criticize you because you're a busy body or you're sick. Let them criticize you because you're carrying the word of Jesus Christ, the word of fire. So hear this now. When you're standing there and Brother Andrew must of himself, let the young man go. The long, young man jumped on me and put his hand in my throat. I did not raise my hand. I had my hand, and he held my soul. And here was uh, I remember the word said, they that are with us are more than they that are against us. I remember the word that says, no weapon that is formed against me can prosper. The end is going to be powerful. No, no weapon. So I held my hand, and I just used my left hand, my weakest hand, and touch his hand and say, let go the Lord's anointed. Immediately he staggered. Something hit him from the spiritual realm. Somebody will say a spiritual two by four hit him in Jesus' name and he staggered. Then he jumped up back again and he held my two pants to see. You know, he was going to flip me from the pants. And I just bent down again with my left hand and touched him and said, let go the Lord's anointed. And he staggered. I'm sharing with you with this. That's one of my high moments to know that there's power in Jesus Christ. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. There's power. When we call on Jesus, people will criticize us like Peter. People will put us down. When we're wrapped up in Jesus, when we allow the word to go forth, the undiluted word, when we are obedient to the Holy Ghost power, his Holy Ghost power is going to fall. I pray tonight as we close, brethren, that the Lord's anointing will fall.
look with the undiluted word. When you hear a word from the Lord and the Lord tells you to do something, don't resist. If we resist, the blood will be on our shoulder. The blood will be on our head if we resist to be obedient to the spirit of the living God. I pray tonight. Somebody listening tonight will be empowered to carry the gospel message like Peter. And even though it was an inside job, people who were criticizing him was inside. It's never the outside who criticize. It's always the inside that comes to put you down, to discourage you. There's always somebody in your family who want to discourage you. But God is saying, listen, don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. The Lord is saying, I love you. You remember in Isaiah 41, verse 17, when it starts by saying, the Lord is saying, listen, when the poor and needy, need water, and they run. When your tongue quiver for thirst, the Lord take it up personally and say, I, the Lord, will come and restore you. I, the Lord, will send you water. I, the Lord, and the Lord declare, I will come myself to your help. I will make water come out of the desert. I will make water come out of the highland. First, the Lord, when I see this, I see God. You're so powerful. When I see this, I say, Jesus, you are more than all. When I see that, I say, Lord, you are so powerful. God wants to do something in your life tonight. God is not looking for ordinary adventists to be empowered. God is looking for people with bones who is ready to stand and say, here I am, Lord. Use me. I'm ready. I'm equipped. I'm ready to go to the next level. I pray tonight. That God's people who are listening and who will be listening will be empowered to carry the gospel message. Be empowered. I'm speaking in, in authority. Be empowered, all those who are listening. Carry the gospel message. You're going to be criticized by your own. You're going to be put down. But remember the verse I used yes, this morning, yesterday. No weapons. And it forms against the self-master. It's going to form, but it shall not prosper. The end result, we're going to make it. Salvation. The Lord says, I will come again, he said in closing. The Lord says, I go to prepare a place so that where I am, he may be also. And if I go to prepare a place, I'm going to come again. I'm going to take you with me, brethren. I wait for that day, and the Lord shall come. May the blessed Lord be with you. May he empower you. Unless you want to let him know that he loves you. God be with you now. I will now have the prayer of In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.